And you. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. We're starting now. Okay. Hear the word of God Almighty from Numbers, chapter 33, verse 50. And Yahweh speak unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan, near Jericho, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you, and destroy all their pictures, and destroy all their molten images, and quite pluck down all their high places. And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land, and dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess it. Omega Man, you're not afraid to uh, face uh, the lion. 
the one thing uh, that uh, Tammy Baker said, and I'm not promoting her, she's gone uh, to the other world, but um, the one thing that she said many years ago, she wrote a book and she called it Run to the Roar. And uh, what she was uh, saying is that you run toward the devil. You don't uh, you don't run from him because he's just an old defagged uh, 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 defamed lion. Yes, defamed. That was the word. I knew I'd pronounced that wrong. Uh, and and Jesus is superior. So with Jesus yeah. backing you up, for you to run from the devil is just sheer nonsense. Because uh, all he is is uh, he makes a loud noise, and when he's discovered, that's when he begins to put the pressure on the person that's under his dominion. And that's when they understand that uh, they're uh, tapped into something that's not uh, friendly. Up until that point, he uh, pretends to be their friend, and he also pretends that they have charge over him and his devils. So they only know that the demons have control and power over them when they think about wanting to get out of it. So uh, the people tonight, since we're going to be talking about intercession and spiritual warfare and deliverance, uh, they need to also be in a concentrated prayer for the program and for us and our families uh, because, you see, when we do these shows, we're under direct spiritual attack. And so uh, people that are enjoying the program need to put us on their prayer list and pray for us every day. Because we're human beings, too, and we are doing a great job of defending ourselves, people. It's just that we want you to have a part in the harvest. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Dr. Pat, uh, why don't we start out the uh, program and have you uh, go ahead and lead us in prayer? Okay, we'll do that. Uh, Father, we just lift up this program today, and every single person that's uh, tuned in, We just ask that you strengthen them, body, soul, and spirit, and we release over them the power of the living Christ to know that he's with them and he's able to deliver them and do everything that's on their hearts. We thank you, Father, that we're able to to reach the lost. And we ask you, Father, that you let the wizards and the witches know that we do not hate them, dislike them, we are not against them, that we are for the deliverance of their souls and for their eternal life with Jesus Christ. At the same time, God, we ask that you take absolute control over this program. And if there's any uh, witches or wizards listening in, We take authority over every devil in them, and we cage those spirits. We disconnect those spirits from their minds and control over their souls and will. And we give you glory, God, tonight that you're able to release them all. We thank you, Father, that it's only their will 
that stands between the devil and you. And by an act of their will, they too can come into the kingdom and enjoy freedom and eternal life with you forever. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Dr. Pat, we have a uh, caller on the line. Shall we go to the lines? Sure. Okay. Stand by, folks. Oh, let's see here. Bear with me. There, let's see. Get the, uh... Okay, I think I have it now. Caller, you're on the uh, air with uh, Dr. Pat Holliday and Omega Man. How are you tonight? Hi, doing good. Well, praise God. Um, you had uh, made contact with us uh, this week now. Let's start back at the beginning. Uh, did you uh, tune in one night? We were doing the, one of the programs, and you like to start there? Okay, yes. I um, sure actually, okay, um, I am, I've been saved about 10 months. Um, I'm a former witch, and I was a Reiki master teacher um, involved in ceremonial magic and tarot and candle magic. I mean, just everything. And But I would, had been raised in church, um, and then... Um, I hope I'm not taking up too much time. I don't want to start oh, rambling. No, just go with it. Uh, Take all the okay. time you need. Okay. And so um, last spring, um, I felt the Lord began to deal with me, although I didn't really know it was the Lord Jesus. And he began to, I began to get this uh, thing impressed on my spirit that I was being deceived. And it kind of kept getting stronger and stronger and more intense to where I became terrified. I couldn't hardly sleep. I was afraid I was going to die any minute and go to hell, even though I didn't believe in hell. Um, and this continued for quite a while. Um, and I used to download a bunch of uh, metaphysical teachings and such from, you know, prominent teachers onto my podcast. And somehow I got uh, Frank Lordy's Wisest Serpents on my podcast. I'm not really quite sure how that happened. <laughs> and um, I used to try to listen to the podcast at night to help me fall asleep because, like I said, I was getting to where I couldn't sleep at all. And I fell asleep when this podcast was going on, and all of a sudden I got woke up to this big voice in my my earphones going, you are being deceived. And boy, that woke me up. I was shaking all over. I listened to it, and he was talking about, and I'm not even sure. I've never gone back to actually listen to that podcast. I'm not even sure if it was really him saying it on there or God woke me up and said it. But the rest of the podcast was all about the seducing spirits of the last days, how it was prophesied in the Bible that Satan was going to lead all these people into deception, etc., from that point, um, I did, wasn't able to get a hold of Frank. I got a hold of his partner, Chris White, and we began to email, and through those emails, I became saved. Um, then I ended up listening to a mass deliverance thing on a podcast, and that was several months ago. I had some manifestations, which pretty much shocked me, because I had renounced everything. I had anointed my home and all that. Um, and so I just kept, you know... I was surprised that, that happened, but I just kind of went on my merry way. I thought, well, if I had something in there, it's gone. And then a couple nights ago, I was listening to your podcast with Pat on it, and she started doing the prayer, and then I started retching and dry heaving. Well, all of a sudden, it hit, it hit me. I thought, you know, I've had such spiritual peace since I became saved, and I know, you know, it's just been amazing. But I have been physically ill continually for 10 months. I've had so many physical, I've had to have emergency surgery. I've, I mean, I just can't even go into the things that have been going on. And it dawned on me that perhaps this is an attack from the enemy. I was just thinking it was something in the natural, that I was just going through a bad spell. And um, so basically, I contacted Pat, and we were talking on Facebook, and she thought I should call in. 
that's kind of where I'm at right now. But, you know, this morning when I woke up, I pled the blood of Jesus over my body, which I had not been doing that. I hadn't been doing any spiritual warfare over my sickness because it wasn't hitting me that this could be a spiritual problem. And I have been pain-free all day, and I was just suffering for, I have been out of commission for a month with bulging discs and pinched nerves and in therapy and everything else. And today I haven't had to have any pain medication, and I haven't had any pain at all. Praise, Praise God. God. Dr. Penn? Well, you know, that's what's missing in the uh, in many of your churches. There are many churches that are good, pastors that are sincere, they love the Lord. They're doing the best they can. Many of them are under just tremendous attack all the time because they don't know spiritual warfare. And spiritual warfare is very simple. And you heard uh, this sister describe it perfectly. As soon as she rose up and began to resist the powers that were coming against her body by pleading the blood of Jesus over herself, Doing the spiritual thing instead of running to the drugs, uh, Jesus touched her and delivered her from the pain. Spiritual warfare, uh, what most Christians need to understand is that uh, the Bible was written to the believers and the New Testament was written by Jews. It wasn't written by Gentiles. Christianity actually is not a, quote, Gentile religion. It was given to us by the disciples of Jesus Christ, and they were Jews. And so the reason I say that is because of the fact that so many people want to use other names for Jesus. And to be honest with you, I've been all over the world uh, ministering, uh, and Jesus has always worked for me. And so I think that if people could just understand the power in the Word of God and the name of Jesus, and they just start incorporating those two powerful resources into their prayer life, everything would start turning around for them. Because... You know, God is not the author of illness, and the devil would love for people to think that their body is hurting or sick because it's just sick. And they and they go to the doctors, and the doctors will give them drugs and painkillers and, and all of that stuff, but they can't get free because it's a demonic a thing that is impressing itself either on the inside of their bodies or the outside of their bodies. So as Christians, we need to run to the altar of God before we run any place else. And then if we don't get results by running to the altar and crying out to the Lord for ourselves, then we connect with other powerful, strong believing Christians that know how to reach the throne of God, that can stand in agreement with us so that they can get relief that way. And that's sort of what this series is going to be about, folks, is to teach you how to do spiritual warfare so that you can get relief, as our sister described so dramatically. Jesus is real, and he's just as real to her 
and just as close to her as he is me. The only yeah. difference is is there was just a little block of knowledge that she needed to get the victory. So listen and enjoy uh, as uh, we uh, teach. And, of course, her phone call also so will show uh, the witches out there that people can get free. You see, they can. I've seen them get free for many years. But many of your churches are in darkness. Many of your pastors have not wanted to look and see. They're like ostriches with their heads down in the ground. Like, that doesn't exist. Some of them have joined the powers of darkness and have uh, have uh, moved in those powers within their fellowships and brought their congregations into the darkness. You know, I'm uh, working on my book called The Walking Dead. Uh, it's on my webpage in an e-book form. However, this new version that I'm doing, I'm updating it because I have a lot more knowledge now than I had when I wrote the first edition. But in that book, I talk about a pastor, and he's sort of like uh, symbolic of many pastors in our country today. He was uh, pastoring one of the large, big churches in his community. Uh, he said that it was the biggest church in his community of that day. He said, I, I could... I could just get those people to give all the money I needed and wanted. And then he said, uh, but there was a little group of people in the church that were into the New Age, and one night they invited me to a seance in their home. He said, I went, and the next thing you know, I was deeply entrenched in that uh, occult witchcraft stuff. And he said, uh, he went into his pulpit and he started preaching it to his congregation. Well, he said they didn't want to hear that. And finally, he said, uh, well, he got born again, excuse me. And when he got born again, he started preaching about Jesus and they didn't want to hear that. So they voted him out of the pulpit. He said the only job that he could do was janitor. So, He ended up going insane, and they put him in the uh, mental institution. When he got out, his wife had divorced him. He went back to janitorial work uh, at a Christian community, and they led him to the Lord into a born-again experience there. And he said uh, that he married this woman. Well... The woman that he married had been a woman that had been to my ministry years before. And she brought him to my ministry and she said, um, he needs prayer. Well, as soon as I touched him, the demons surfaced in him. And they said, uh, don't touch me in an evil sounding voice. And uh, so... I said, who are you? He said, I'm God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, and I hate your GD guts. And so with that, I took authority. And we uh, ministered to him, cast the demons out of him. 
And uh, then the wife gave testimony. She said, you know, after I married him, he used to call me in and he'd say, sit down, I want to prophesy over you. And she said he would prophesy over her for eight hours straight. And he, she said one night he was prophesying over her and the entire trailer filled up with flies. Oh, and he she said when that happened, she remembered coming to my meetings years before and she took authority and bound the devil. She said instantly the flies left. She said when the flies left, her and her husband looked all around the, the, the uh, trailer trying to find a way that flies could get in and there was no way. You see, the flies are called... Uh, the uh, Beelzebub is the Lord over the flies. So those were just demonic powers that had appeared in their trailer. And God was showing her, this is not me. So just because somebody can prophesy, tell your future, or do things like that, doesn't mean that it's an anointing from God. And so Christians, I'm telling you that you need to test the spirits to see if they be of God. You need to find out if you're sitting under the gospel or you're sitting under a deceiver. And the gospel and the spirit and the word will always agree. And if somebody is preaching about seances, for instance, as this preacher went to, that the Bible warns you, do not go to seances. Do not talk to the dead. And if you do, devils are going to come into your home. Or they're going to attack you and come into your body. We just tried to minister to a lady. And some years ago, a spirit appeared to her and said, I'm Peter. And uh, from that date up until the day that she came to us, she was being uh, overcome by the powers of darkness. She was demon-possessed, and her uh, house was full of devils. And uh, we had been able to minister to her a little, and she asked us if we could come to her house, which we did. And when we went to the house, uh, she came out, and her house was full of idolatry, dolls, and occult objects and things. And so I asked her, I said, now when did all of this start with you? She said, it started when Peter came and told and gave me a miracle, she said. There you go, yes. And so we sat and tried to bring her through the scriptures to the knowledge that Peter was not Peter, that God said, do not talk to the dead. And, and and there's consequences because uh, evil devils and fallen angels will take the appearance of dead people that you've known are dead people in the Bible. And if the, if God says, do not talk to the dead, that's exactly what he means. Because if you speak to a dead person, it opens you up for deceiving devils to come. And uh, she finally just looked over at me and she says, you are never going to take Peter away from me. And when she said that, I, she followed up. She said, and you embarrassed me at your church asking me those questions. And she was totally closed down. And you people that oh are goodness. listening, 
I can't tell you her name, but you can certainly pray for her. Just say, pray for that lady. But the truth is, you see, uh, a deliverance minister can only go as far as the person's will will let them go. We cannot jump over your will and drive devils out of you if you don't want to be free. However, if you do want to be free, your will is stronger than all the devils inside of you. It wouldn't matter if there were 6,000 in there. Your will is stronger than those devils. And if you will to be free and you connect to a deliverance ministry or after this show is over as we're praying for you, you can get delivered. So the devil is a liar. He's not all-powerful. He can only be at one place at a time, and his devils have an assignment over each and every person on the face of the earth to steal their souls for the kingdom of darkness. And so God gave us that will that we can will to come and live in heaven with Jesus forever by accepting his grace, or we can will to die and go to hell. I have a brother-in-law that during Christmas time, he said, you know, Pat, he said, I turned the television on the other day, and he said, I saw you on television. And he said, you know, I hate Christianity. He said, but I decided I would look at you and watch you fall on your face. He said, well, he said, I watched it. And he said, you never made a mistake. In fact, you were pretty good. He said, I called my wife and said, Rachel, Rachel, wake up. Look, your sister's on television. And so when he said that, I said, well, I said, did you make a decision for Christ? He said, oh, no. He said, I hate Christianity. He said, I screen all Christian stuff out of my house. And when he said that, I said, you know you'll go to hell. He said, oh, that's okay. He said, I want to go to hell. Oh, my goodness. And most Christians don't know it, but there are people that desire to go to hell. They think it's a fun. They think it's not real. Or they have committed to go to hell by the devil giving them powers on this earth. And so uh, we have to. Get your will in agreement with the gospel, with what we're telling you, before we can help you. And just because you stand and resist us when we tell you that Satan is real and that witchcraft will destroy you, and you think that the devil's inside of you is stronger than us, that's not the case at all. The devils are stronger in you because you let them be stronger in you, and you will not submit to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Dr. Pat, I would say for those that uh, believe that uh, hell's going to be a party, they need to listen to the interview we did uh, last week with Elizabeth Nebenfuhr or Bill Weiss, who wrote the book yeah. 28 Minutes in Hell. Folks, it's mm-hmm. not going to be a party. In fact, uh, you'll be alone for eternity in outer darkness. Uh, Caller, are you still on the line with us? Uh, yes, let me ask you a question. Uh, have you went through your house to see if you have any occultic books, paraphernalia, uh, objects that you had when you were back in, in the witchcraft? Is, is any of that still in your house? Well, I threw out thousands and thousands of dollars of stuff, and I went through everything, and um, every time I would find anything, I'd throw them out. But I did have a question. Um, I do have some 
books that are on um, homeopathic healing, and I know that one is by a doctor who's kind of into the New Age and all that. Um, if even if he's not teaching religion, if he's teaching health, is that still bad? Should I get rid of that? The best thing I would tell you to do is to get rid of it, because okay. uh, you see, when they're under the inspiration of the devil, uh, mm-hmm. they the devil works little things in there, in their writings. Uh, that mm-hmm. will uh, they'll work in there to change your mind about the power of healing. Now, I don't teach against doctors. Uh, I know a lot of deliverance ministries do, and a lot of Christians do. But I believe that uh, God can use a doctor. Uh, you know, Luke in the New Testament was a physician, and there are just some people that don't have the faith to stand if they get struck by an illness. So if you go and start teaching, don't you go to a doctor, and they don't really have the faith, and they just do that because a Christian has told them to do that. They could actually lose their lives. Uh, I personally trust the Lord for my well-being. I did not go to the doctor for 27 years until I was attacked uh, in uh, in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, my femur bone was broken in uh, five places, and they rushed me over to the uh, medical center, and they had to um, put my leg back together. And if they had, if I'd have said, "Don't don't take me over there," which I didn't, because I was in absolute excruciating pain, uh, I don't know what would have happened. I believe God could have healed me, but the doctors put my leg back together, and I walk without pain medications, and I walk uh, and and do everything I need to do. So I don't teach against doctors, but a lot of your homopathic uh, doctors and a lot of your uh, uh, physicians really are in the New Age movement. So I would suggest that you pray about it, and God can lead you uh, about that. Uh, Amen. Uh, can... Absolutely. I would say um, ask God to show you any uh, any occultic items, anything that may still be in your home, uh, so that you can uh, be alerted to it and get it out. You know, the old rule of thumb, when in doubt, throw it out. And we're not um, against herbs by no means. Um, but um, no. the reason you want to make sure your home is clear is because anything that uh, has any occultic ties to it is just a doorway for the demons to come back in and try to attack you. Now, you have now, made a... That, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I've heard that Christian crosses, some people say you shouldn't have those. What is your opinion on that? Not not crucifixes, but just regular, like a regular cross necklace. Well, you know something? I wear it. Okay. I wear my husband's cross where he was baptized over in Constantinople. And uh, I, it's not of any uh, occultic significance to me. I think mm-hmm. that it can be, uh, you know, witches and Satanists do use crosses, but they use crosses mainly to uh, inverted to, things like that. Yeah, yeah. They 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 want to uh, desecrate everything about Jesus, and uh, so I I'm not a it hasn't hurt me to wear a cross. Okay. Uh, but uh, at the same time, I wanted to mention to you this. 
when you go through, when you pray about your house, ask God to uncover everything that is displeasing to Him. Uh, when I got saved, I remember that um, the lady that went through my house, we 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 went through my house, and she threw away everything that she could see. Well, one day I was walking through the house and I felt a strange power as I walked past one of my cupboards. And I stopped and the Lord led me over to the bookcase and I just looked behind the book and there was uh, an incense burner of a cow hidden behind the book. And I believe that the demons hid that that day that we were cleaning out the house. And all I did was take it and I got rid of it. So the devil can move things around and he can hide things. But if you prayerfully anoint your house and you walk through the house, God can show you the things that are displeasing to him. And that includes books. Okay. May I ask a question? Absolutely. Um. One thing that, I mean, I've had amazing spiritual peace from the Lord since I became saved, but there's something that occasionally I feel like I get tormented with, and um, it's in in um, Hebrews where it says that if a person has once tasted um, the gift of God and the heavenly gift, that it's impossible to renew them to repentance. And mm-hmm. um, every now and then this fear will take over me that God isn't going to forgive me and can't forgive me because I was raised in church and knew that, you know, the pagan world and the occultic world was wrong, um, this morning when I was really praying about it, the Lord, you know, reminded me about Israel and how they kept going into paganism and occultism, and then when they would go back to the Torah and repent, that he would forgive them. Um, does that work the same with Christ? I mean, what is that unforgivable sin? It it does work for Christ, and and the, uh, God is married to the backslider, and I've seen uh, Christians that were raised in the church go away from God, and then the Bible says that if we're if we train a child up and if they go away, when they grow old, they will return to the faith. However, uh, I believe that what stands between God and uh, a backslidden person is that person's will, just like. If they will that Satan stays, they can will that he leaves. And the the New Testament is just full of uh, uh, talking about backslidden Christians and, and people believers. And uh, so uh, as long as a person is sincere about repentance, uh, God will forgive them. And you were raised in a Christian church, and I can tell you, Christian churches and pastors mainly are very, very ignorant concerning occult things. And uh, they've had this attitude ever since I've been saved and probably before that, that Christians can't have demons. And most churches never talk about it. They never drive a devil out of anybody. And they, they just, they just, don't believe that even hardly a Christian can be tempted. So a lot of uh, uh, backslidden Christians today are backslidden because they did not have the proper knowledge to stay away from occult things. 
when you move I was fascinated con- with the occult since I was a child. I mean, I couldn't stay away from even like those kind of movies. Even though I was in church, I would never get involved in seances and those sort of things. Mm-hmm. But I was fascinated with the occult. And when I finally I became bitter in church and I left the church, I mean, I went into the cult so headstrong, it wasn't even funny. It's like I just slid down into it, and it was the truth to me. I look well, back at that, see- and I can't even believe it. But you see, let me tell you. In, in when the Chronicles of Narnia came out, I can even go back to Harry Potter, actually, where very powerful international Christian ministries endorsed those movies. And those movies are all based on the occult. They're, they're based on uh, pagan religions. And whenever uh, they endorsed pastors all over the country... Uh, packed up busloads and took the children to see those Disney World movies. And whenever you go into a movie that has uh, been inspired by witches and wizards, uh, there are occult powers that are released over those movies. And when the people come up underneath those occult powers, their spirits are opened up and Demons just freely come into them and take over. And so all of the little American children that the pastors took them to those movies have demons in them. And I know that it's so because we have actually cast devils out of little Christian children whose pastor took them to those movies. And so um, who's going to be at fault of that? Is that going to be your fault? Is it going to be your parents' fault? Is it going to be the pastor's fault? We'll know that at Judgment Day. But one thing for sure, as a child, you can't make those decisions for yourself. You either have to be given the money to go or you have to be taken by uh, somebody in authority. Now, it's true that many of them don't understand spiritual things and they're, they're illiterate about it, but... The Bible tells us, don't let many of you be teachers, because they will stand a stronger judgment. And so these pastors and these uh, uh, religious uh, leaders that took those children to the uh, Chronicles movies and the Harry Potter's movies, and some of them even teach those movies and show them in their Sunday school classes, believe me, they are not going to escape the wrath of God, either on this side or at the judgment seat. So uh, if you've repented, uh, you belong to the Lord, and, and, and you know because the, the Bible says the Spirit will show us that we are the children of God. And so don't worry about that. You are a child of God. And uh, you just take it day by day. If you get under any kind of attacks, call or send us emails. We'll be happy to pray for you and help you through the spiritual warfare. But it sounds to me that you've already done a lot of the groundwork anyway. I yes, would, uh... I'm just, I just love the Lord so much, and I, and I just want to, um, you know, I don't want to waste any more time. I want to serve him with everything I have. I don't want anything to do with Satan or his kingdom. I don't want any of his stuff in my life, in my house. 
I just, all I can think about since last November is how much I love the Lord. It's just something I've never experienced before. And I feel like when I read the Word, I feel like He helps me understand it, like He's there leading me. You know, it's great. Well, man, you know, and when you repent and you ask for forgiveness, Jesus forgives you and doesn't remember anymore. You know, it throws in the sea of forgetfulness. You know, uh, the only one that remembers it is Satan, and so stop listening to him and just, you know, rebuke him in Jesus' name. Now, you mentioned... He tries um, to make... Go ahead. He tries to make you think... He tries to make you uh, think that God hasn't forgiven you, and he will enforce those... He doesn't have to be on the inside of a person to do this, but he will try to project those thoughts into your mind... And when those thoughts come into a person's mind, it comes like they are thinking it. Like, I don't think I'm forgiven because the Bible says this or that. And once you receive that as being your own thoughts, then he can torment you. And that one thought will grow and grow and grow like a weed until it takes over your life and you will think that you're... that you. Uh, have committed the unforgivable sin. What I teach our people is test the thoughts in your mind. Uh, bind those kind of thoughts and say, I bind you. I command that thought and the devils that are impressing that on my mind to, to leave. And I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind. The next thing you know, the, that, that thought will weaken and it will leave your mind and then your mind will become settled and stronger each time you do that. And you'll learn how to test the thoughts. You'd be surprised at how many thoughts the devil impresses on your mind even after you're saved. So that's an important thing for every Christian to do. Test the spirits to see if they be of God. Amen. Okay. Now, caller, you said that um, since you gave your life to Jesus uh, and you came out of the occult, uh, you've been under physical attack, and that's continuing even to this day? Yeah, I had, um, as soon as I became a Christian, um, I got deathly ill with the flu. As soon as the flu, while I was ill with the flu, um, I began having um, gallbladder symptoms. They did some looking at me and said, we've got to remove your gallbladder, but we've got to wait until this terrible flu is gone. As soon as the flu was gone, I had gallbladder surgery. Then I had other physical attacks on me. And then I had pre-skin cancer removed. And then I had um, bulging discs and a pinched nerve. And, and, you know, it had been one thing after another. And I thought, well, people were telling me, you know, we go through trials and, and we just ask God to give us the grace to go through trials. And I know that the word does say we go through trials. And so I just thought, well, I'm just having a bad run of it. But then just a couple the last few days, like I say, it just kind of hit me, wait a minute, I haven't even been praying against this. And... Maybe this is from the enemy. Maybe I have an opening somewhere, or maybe he's just doing it. I don't know. And that's mainly the reason why I called. Because today when I, when the Lord kind of led me to put that under the blood, which I never really prayed like that before, um, I can't, you know, I've been all day long completely pain-free, no medicine, and I was in agony for the last, like, six weeks where I would be in tears even with all the drugs they were giving me. Well, you know, also... Uh, it could be a spirit of infirmity yes. that is moving around in your body from place to place. When you have the surgery on your uh, gallbladder, then it moves to another place and destroys that place. 
uh, that's that that uh, a lot of sickness uh, is impressed inside the body. Uh, in my ministry over the years, many times I would go into uh, churches and uh, minister uh, healing and deliverance at the same time. And a lot of illnesses are caused by evil spirits. They can be caused by family curses coming down your family line, uh, such as uh, mama died of a heart attack at 55, and you get it impressed in your mind that at 55 you're going to die. Well, you have just accepted that family curse, and you probably would die at 55. But if you get it in your mind... No, I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. All things are made new. I am not going to die when I'm 55 because I belong to a new family now. I belong to the family of God. Uh, that's one thing. And then you break the curse of death at 55. Uh, then you've handled that situation spiritually. Well, if somebody has committed a sin before they got saved, a witchcraft power before they got saved, and if they don't go through deliverance, then the devils that are inside of their vessels can rise up and they can cause them to be blinded, crippled, or anything. They can cause them to have arthritis, um, you mentioned gallbladder. Gallbladder usually is connected. The spirit connected to that would be a spirit of bitterness. And it, that's what started my whole my whole um, descent into paganism was the spirit of bitterness. And see what happens is you have to forgive the person or persons, and then once you forgive the person, then you take authority over unforgiveness and fear and bitterness and fear has torment so you take authority over torment and as you begin to get deliverance from these emotional things that you suffered the spirit leaves and God can touch your organs and heal you Awesome. That's just a short way of telling you what was going on. We're going to pray for you tonight before you go, caller. And uh, have you you've already made contact with Doctor Pat? Does she have your contact uh-huh. information? Okay, because yes. we don't want to lose she track of you. Me. Awesome. She emailed me. E-mailed okay, praise emailed God. Me. And anybody listening yeah, out think... there, if uh, you have been ministered to by the program, uh, you have seen uh, deliverance, you've seen a healing. We'd like you to write us and let us know, and we want to uh, stay in touch with you. Uh, put you into uh, the network here of people that continue to minister with you, get you some deliverance materials. Uh, Dr. Pat, go ahead and give out your contact information for those listening tonight. Uh, my contact is uh, patholiday.com. It's one web page, and the other is miracleinternetchurch.com. And both of those are web pages. You can find prayer support up on Miracle Internet Church. Write your prayer request and awesome. write your testimonies under the prayer request too. Awesome. You know what a testimony does? A testimony, uh, Revelation says, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and 
the word of their testimony. So the caller is overcoming. She's already overcome by the blood blood of the lamb. She she testified to that, and now she's testifying about her deliverance and her her salvation and her healing from the Lord, which gives her more power in her life because she's overcoming. And so, may I say one thing to all the witches? All the I just impressed the people that are involved in paganism and witchcraft. And when I was in, I'm were there in paganism because of of bitterness and because of the things that Christians had done to them and how they'd harmed them or been so Mm -hmm. mean to them, etc. And, um, you know, I just want every witch and every pagan to know that there is nothing greater than this amazing, incredible, unending love of Jesus and the love of God. I mean, it fills every hole in your body. And um, all the power that we think we have when we're in, in, in the occult and all the head trip and the ego trip and all those things that happen and all the manifestations, the spiritual manifestations, the astral travel, all those things that happen that make us think, oh, this is real, this makes me feel so great and I'm so powerful and look who I am. They're all lies from the enemy. And let me tell you, what you're looking for is love. And you can only have that love met by the love of God, your creator, the all-powerful God who made all things. All things are made by him and through him and for him, and everything's for his glory. And I know those on the other side, they think, oh, that's so stupid and dumb, and I'm not going to bow the knee to anybody. But it's the opposite of what you think it is. When you come to the the Lord Jesus and he sets you free and you experience the love of the Father in your life, it's everything you ever wanted in your entire life is being met there. And it's not this, this... the way that you think it's going to be. It's everything that you could ever want. And you realize that all those things that you had, you thought you wanted, were nothing. They were rags. They were filthy rags. Well, let me speak to them, too, because of the fact that uh, I know the rejections that come from Christian brothers and sisters and pastors and leaders because I suffered great rejection when I came into the body of Christ. And the Bible says that because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. So it also tells us about the wheat and the tares. And uh, when the uh, when the wheat is sown, that night the devil comes along and sows tares. That means unbelievers uh, among the wheat. And so a lot of times those people are put in churches for the reason of turning real zealous saints off. And your first people that you come in contact with will totally reject you, hoping to drive you away from Jesus. Jesus is real. Many of the people that claim to be Christians are not real. And so don't get a rejection because a Christian uh, turns you off or, or gossips or slanders you. Just go to Jesus and know one thing. Nobody died on the cross for you except him. And he loves you. He gave his life for you. And he's got an open arm to you for everything that you need, as our beloved sister said. But bitterness... Anger and emotions can turn you away from God. Things that happen to little people when they were little kids can turn them away from God as they grow up. But remember that Jesus Christ is real, and so is the devil. 
And you have to make your choice today, the ones that are hearing our voice. Who are you going to serve? Because you only have uh, two uh, two ways at death, heaven or hell. You know, I'll tell you a story. Uh, we had a man in our family that was um, a member of the CIA in Washington. And he used to come through and, you know, talk to us as a relative. And that particular person... Um, I used to try to tell him about Jesus, and he would not listen. He said, I don't want to hear that. And he said, when I was a, a boy, I was raised in the Orthodox Russian church, and and uh, they changed it so that I could understand their language. And when I heard uh, them say, eat the uh, body and drink the blood of Jesus, he said, I got physically sick and went outside the church and I've never been back and I'm never coming back well when he started to die his wife called and she said uh, uh, is Pat still involved in that voodoo stuff she thought my Christianity was voodooism and he said oh yeah she still prays for people and she said would she pray for Paul he's dying and she said, he is literally fighting the devils off with his bare hands. And so Judgment Day is coming to every single person that's alive on the face of the earth. And it doesn't matter whether you're the, a member of the highest form of the government or the lowest form of witchcraft. You're going to answer to God. When you go, you're going to answer to God what you did while you were alive. So while you're alive, you have a chance to turn. And today is your day to turn. You know, our sister's uh, testimony is powerful. And it's strong. And you can hear in her voice, in the form of her testimony, that she truly is a sold-out saint of God. At the same time, I will guarantee you that people that know her reject her because of her former life. Is that right, honey? Well, I've been fortunate um, that the church that I found embraces me um, wholeheartedly, and uh, they they just love me. It's just amazing. I've never felt love like this. It's real love of Christ, and they don't even treat me as if I was a pagan before. They treat me as if I've always been a sister. It's, I'm blessed beyond measure. But I think that the Lord did that for me because he knew how wounded I've been, and I just yes. feel that in this situation, he knew what he needed to do to help me along. Because when I became saved, it wasn't anybody witnessing to me. It was that experience I told you. And I, when I became yes. saved after I had talked to, you know, Chris, after I'd had that experience with the Lord, you know, saying I was being deceived, um, I still was like, okay, now I'm, I'm going to receive Christ, but I won't go to church because I wasn't yes. about to. And the Lord, because I wasn't about to go around Christians, you know, mm-hmm. but I was going to serve the Lord, but then he began to deal with me on that, and then he led me to the place that is just, you know, but I've also been taught by the Lord that it doesn't matter if for some reason there was a falling out or something happened with a brother or sister or an entire church or every Christian on this planet. It's not about what goes on horizontally. It's about what goes on vertically between me and my father, and nothing can change that. And so I don't look horizontally anymore at things. I look at my father, and I don't judge my father based on what my brothers and sisters do. That's a very powerful testimony, and I can tell you honestly that uh, if 
Christians would just show love because love overcomes a multitude of sin. But when I came into the body, I came out of the edge of the occult. And uh, I can tell you, I was totally rejected by every single Christian up on the beach and all the pastors. And they thought, they would say, oh, she's a witch. And uh, I I tell you the truth, uh, God had to take me. And I walked alone with God and have walked alone with God for many, many years. But if I had depended on pastors and Christians... I would all, I would be dead today because mm-hmm. there was only one lady that took me and loved me and ministered to me and helped me to get through those dark days. I was a woman that came out of politics, had run for the state legislature in 1972, had uh, fellowshiped and gone up to the White House and the State House and new congressmen and senators and so on and so forth and came into the body of Christ, found a supernatural uh, conversion, sort of like Paul did. And then when uh, I came around Christians, I didn't look like a Christian. I didn't look like a bum because I, you know, dressed real nice, lived in a an expensive part of town back then, but I didn't look like a Christian woman because I was already out in the world making speeches, uh, serving in the Republican Party, and had been treated as an equal, as a woman in the world back in the 70s. But when I came and tried to get into the body of Christ, suffered total rejection. And so I understand uh, what you were talking about as a child. But Jesus, Jesus just kept me close to his heart all these years. And anyone that's ever had rejection in their lives love more than people that have never suffered it because it's the most wounding thing to a person's spirit is to be rejected and then to be rejected by people that they consider their brothers and sisters spiritually is a double wound, I think. Amen. Um, Carr, I wanted to ask you, you mentioned uh, you came out of Reiki. What other form of witchcraft were you involved in at the time? Were you were you considered a pagan? Um, I was a Wiccan. A Wiccan. Um, Wiccan well, okay. you know, it was. I was in a coven, and I was working on my second degree. Um, I was also a Reiki master teacher, um, and I took, you know, many metaphysical classes, did gemstone therapy, um, tarot, uh, gosh, I mean, just pretty much anything. Like, you know, shamanism, I did a lot of meditation, astral traveled, um, you know, pretty much anything I could get my hands in. You know, once I got into it, I was it was crazy. I look at it now, and it's, like I said, I've only been saved about 10 months, but I'm like, who was that person, and how did that person get deceived like that when they were raised in a church? I don't get it. How did that even happen? And I, I just understand that it is very, very seducing and deceptive. Anybody can fall into it. And if somebody who's been raised in the church can fall into it, just think about all the people who have no idea what the Bible even says. How did you get uh, how did you get deliverance? Well, do you mean um, deliverance how did you get from those demons? I don't really see. I don't. That's the thing I'm not real sure about because my um, pastor teaches. You know, you put off the old man and you put on the new man, and and that, let me tell you that has been helping me a lot mentally because. 
initially I was being mentally tormented and I thought literally I was going insane and was going to have to be committed. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so um, he, you know, doesn't believe that a Christian can have a demon. And so he just says, you know, put put off and put on. And I started practicing that. And I read the Bible and I pray a lot. And then I listened to a deliverance, a mass deliverance on a podcast, like I said, a few months ago. And I began to kind of like retch and 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 phlegm and just it was it was weird and um it was just a weird thing for me and I thought whoa and I thought well you know because what happened is after I became saved I said you know I renounced it all and I cleaned my house and I put oil on my windows and doors and I asked the Lord to clear the house of every demon and to just um fill it with the Holy Spirit because I didn't really know what else to do I mean I, I thought I should sage at first but I asked my <laughs> that's how ignorant I was and I asked my pastor I said well can I sage my house you know to get rid of any bad spirits and he said well what is that and I said well it's like a Native American thing you know and you sage it and it, it like bring it raises the energy in the house so negative energy can't be in there he goes oh no 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 he goes don't do that that sounds like you know witchcraft or something to me he said you just pray and ask God to do it and so I did <laughs> I didn't do that I didn't sage <laughs> Well, you took the most important step, which was uh, invite Jesus Christ in your heart and repent. And, um, you know, we all continue to get some deliverance as we we walk along this road. And uh, we're going to pray for you tonight, and we're not going to um, lose track of you. Uh, Dr. Holiday has your information. We're going to continue to work with you, get some information in your hands. And before we pray, I want to ask you a question. Um, Mm -hmm. When you were involved in the covens, uh, were you aware of any... Concerted efforts by the um, the witches and warlocks to actually uh, target the church and m- maybe like pray against pastors and come against the the Christians. Did y'all do spiritual warfare? No, no. In fact, the the the, the, commu- the community I live in, there's quite a huge pagan community, and um, I never met anyone that was ever doing that. I, in fact, I have to say that most of the um, the pagans that I knew, or and, and the witches in, in the coven, and a couple other covens, they were all pretty, like you know, pretty fluffy. They didn't really do any of the dark, real dark stuff. You know, it was mostly just trying to bring blessings their way, and you know, doing magic for you know our own selves and that sort of thing. Um, there wasn't really any anything like that because I've heard about that kind of stuff. I listened to Rustizdar and all that, but I was never involved with any people. I did have, a, you know, a few friends on the left-handed path, but it was for more for their self-power. I didn't know anybody who believed in Satan and worshipped Satan and was doing any of that. They did believe, though, that Christians, when Christians pray, that it's magic, and that if Christians pray against you or for you, that it's magic and it can be powerful and you got to protect yourself from that. All right. Now, let me ask you, when you got out, did any of them uh, track you or t- try to get you back, that sort of thing? Uh, no, I had a falling out. It was kind of funny. It all happened in God's way, but I had a falling out with the high priestess, and she's just a mess anyways. Um, honestly, she couldn't raise any power if she wanted to because she just got a lot of issues. I, I have had no fear. Um, I think that's one thing because I am a person that did get prone to fear, but for some reason God just knew where to meet me, how to help me because he has given me absolutely no fear of any of that stuff, any kind of uh, curses or any kind of harm from anybody, I just feel so secure and protected by him, and I just don't receive it. It's like, you know what, no, none of that stuff's coming my way, and I'm not going to have any of it. Okay. Uh, Well, what you described is uh, a group that's into white witchcraft, and uh, actually in the spirit realms, white witchcraft is exactly uh, controlled and operated by 
the devil and his demons. And there really isn't any difference in them except in the minds of the people that are practicing it. White witchcraft, uh, they say, oh, well, all we do is good things and we heal and we, we get people's money, some money for them and you know, that sort of thing. But it's all the Satan's territory. And at the judgment, at the end of their life, they will stand a judgment of practicing witchcraft and Satanism just like a black witch does. However, the black witch and the Satanists would be people that are in deeper levels of witchcraft uh, than a white witch. And uh, so uh, we're going to pray for you tonight. And like uh, our brother said, we're going to... I want you to keep in touch with us, and if you have any problems, call us, and we'll pray for you. But one thing I want to speak to, Christian prayers are not white or black magic. What it really is, it's connection to Jesus Christ. And he is alive today because he resurrected from the grave, for and, and he ascended and sits at the right hand of God the Father, and whenever a Christian prays in his name, then they are absolutely in connection with him as God of, uh, as God of the universe. And so that's why their prayer connected to Jesus' prayer is a majority over all the Christians, uh, over all the demons in the world. And so, uh, you truly are in connection to the stronger power and I know that you know and believe that because of the testimony that you have just shared with us. And I, for one, want to just thank you for calling in because yeah. it's been such a wonderful story to hear. And I know that it's an encouragement for other people out there in trouble. Absolutely. Uh, I just want any spirit that is making me sit gone because it is preventing me from working for the kingdom. You know, I can't work for the kingdom if I'm. I mean, I can't. I have been praying and reading my Bible. Let me tell you, but if I'm on my couch out of commission, you know, it's like I can't get busy, and I want to get busy. I just don't. I feel like there's not time to waste. All right, I want you to pray with me right now. Say, Lord okay. Jesus. Lord Jesus. I love you. I love you. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. And my God. And my God. And you came in the flesh, Jesus. And you came in the flesh, Jesus. And I have accepted you into my heart. And I have accepted you into my heart. And I thank you. And I thank you. That you saved me. That you saved me. And that you have been powerful. And that you have been powerful. To look over me. To look over me. And protect me. And to protect me. And your word says. And your word says. That by your stripes. That by your stripes. I am healed. I am healed. And I am healed from all the bruises. And I am healed from all the bruises. And the things that I have done in the past. And the things that I have done in the past. Because of your blood. Because of your blood. And tonight. And tonight. I renounce. I renounce. The powers of Satan. 
the powers of Satan. And I receive your power. And I receive your power. Into my heart. Into my heart. And my life. And my life. And Satan. And Satan. I break your powers. I break your powers. Over me. Over me. My mind. My mind. Body and spirit. Body and spirit. And I command you. And I command you. To be bound. To be bound. And loose me totally. And loose me totally. From your dark powers. From your dark powers. And in Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name. I bind all of the devils. I bind all of the devils. That try to control me. That try to control me. And I command them. And I command them. To go into a cage. To go into a cage. I disconnect them. I disconnect them. From my mind. From my mind. Body and spirit. Body and spirit. And in Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name. I command all of the devils. I command all of the devils. And their roots. And their roots. To go into the cage. To go into the cage. And Satan, you are a liar. And Satan, you are a liar. The Bible says. The Bible says. In John 10.10. In John 10.10. The devil came to rob. The devil came to rob. Steal. Steal. And kill. And kill. But I, Jesus. But I, Jesus. Came that you would have life. Came that you would have life. And life more abundantly. And life more abundantly. And tonight. And tonight. I choose Jesus. I choose Jesus. And abundant life. And abundant life. Now I command you. Now I command you. To come out. To come out. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Instantly. Instantly. And immediately. And immediately. With all of your illnesses. With all of your illnesses. You will lose my finances. You will lose my finances. My mind. My mind. Do you have children? Yes. My children. My children. My family. My family. And everything that I have. And everything that I have. And I break every family curse. I break every family curse. Coming down. Coming down. Ten generations back. Ten generations back. According to Deuteronomy 28. According to Deuteronomy 28. And I loose. And I loose. The blessings of Abraham. The blessings of Abraham. Over me. Over me. And my family. In my family. Now I uh, say I command you to leave me now. I command you to leave me now. Now take a deep breath and just breathe it out and cough it out. In Jesus' name. 
In Jesus' name. A deep breath and cough them out. They're all caged. Go ahead and cough it out. You can do it. You can do it. Everyone leave. Nothing to stay. The blood is against you. And they overcame by the word of their testimony the blood of the Lamb. All those witchcraft powers are going too. Attack, spell, curse, blood sacrifice, prayers, every dedication to Satan, every oath, get into the cage and go with it. In Jesus' name, you will leave immediately, instantly. The blood is against you. Everything come out. Everything not named will have to In Jesus' name, we give you praise and glory, Jesus, that you're above every spirit and that you're powerful and that you're standing right in front of my sister right now delivering her because the word says that you came to set the captives free and the word says that you are the deliverer. We ask you, Father, that you send your holy angels and take these cages to the feet of Jesus to, to judge them before your time, before their time, in Jesus' name. Now, honey, I want you to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I ask that you fill me. I ask that you fill me. With your Holy Ghost. With your Holy Ghost. I thank you. I thank you. For the gift of tongues. For the gift of tongues. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And that the Holy Ghost will come in. And that the Holy Ghost will come in. And burn. And burn. Every hiding devil. Every hiding devil. And I will be free. And I will be free. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now just raise your hands and let the Holy Ghost come in. Just open your mouth and breathe Him in right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now I want you to take a deep breath and and let the fire of the Holy Ghost burn the rest of those spirits out. And cough them out, all of them. Cough them out. The Holy Ghost is out. Every one. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are marvelous. You are wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful Savior. We give you praise tonight. You are the mighty King. Now, honey, raise your hands as I pray and let let your Holy Ghost just come through with your gift of tongues. Father, just fill her with the Holy Ghost from her head to her feet. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you praise in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let me hear you speak in your new language. 
In Jesus' name, the blood of the Lamb sets her free. We give you praise and glory. Now, he can't speak unless you just speak. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Overflow, God. Overflow. How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling good. I feel a little dizzy. A little dizzy. Well, that's the Holy Ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Well, uh, you keep praising him and he'll give you the gift of tongues. I will. You just keep praising him because no devil can block you anymore. You can do all things in Christ Jesus. (laughs) I believe it. And caller for uh, for any of the witches or warlocks out there that have been monitoring you to take you down right now in agreement with Dr. Holiday, we break all hexes, vexes, curses, and spells that have been sent against you in the name of Jesus. Command them to go back to where they came from sevenfold. We bind all witchcraft attack, all evil spirits that have been sent against you, all astral projection. We cut these demonic silver cords. We cut these ley lines in the name of Jesus. We command all those evil spirits to go back to where they came from sevenfold. Right. You have no authority over me. I'm covered in the name by of Jesus. Hallelujah. In any spirit of infirmity, we bind you in Jesus' name and command you to loose her right now and go to Jesus to be judged before your time. We say be healed right now in Jesus' name. We apply the blood of Jesus to you right now. We put a wall of fire around you in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5 and ask God that you would loose warrior angels down right now around this call for her protection. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And Psalms 107, 20 says, He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. And Psalms 103, verse 3 says, Who forgiveth all thine iniquities and healeth all, not just some, but all thy diseases. So mm-hmm. be healed in the name of Jesus. Yes. And let us hear from you and write testimonies. Okay? Okay? A wonderful testimony. God bless you. Thank you for calling in tonight. Okay, bye-bye. You're listening to Omega Man Radio. We've got Dr. Pat Holliday on tonight. This is a live show. It is September 4th. Dr. Holliday, we're going to take a short break for about five minutes. Let everybody uh, go to the restrooms, recharge their coffee. But before we do that... Uh, tell the uh, listeners out there how they can get in touch with you in the ministry. PatHolliday.com and then uh, MiracleInternetChurch.com. And I try to read all of my emails. And to be honest with you, sometime I get behind a week or so, but eventually I'll get to them. So you just write me and uh, pray for us. Pray for the radio show and Pray for the finances of the radio show so that we can expand. Uh, We've talked about wanting to go up on uh, television and satellite, but all of these things take money, and you're the one that God is calling to help us in Jesus' name. Praise God. And uh, Dr. Pat, uh, just for your information, I always have an extra hour of buffer room, so depending on your availability tonight, we can go into overtime. You just let me know. Um, okay. I'm, 
I'm going to go uh, to a break here, and we'll be back in about five minutes. Give everybody uh, some chance to get up and stretch a little bit, and we'll be back. Stand by. Can you talk to me while you're
Jehovah, the mighty God. testimony. We appreciate that caller being brave and calling in. and Praise God. Yeah, wonderful. And it's not only a testimony to Christians about the power of God, but it's also a testimony to those uh, wizards and witches about the power of God. And you know, we forgot to tell them about uh, the witch doctor and the man. Yes. Uh, it was so interesting. Uh, and I want to say something, uh, folks. If, if you're out there and listening and you are in witchcraft, okay, you can be set free just like this caller. Jesus Christ is greater than any power that you can have through Satan. And uh, we want to hear from you. We love you. Uh, our ministry here is to pluck those out of the fire. To him that is given much, much is required. And so God has set us free. And we want to do this, see the same done for you in Jesus' name. And uh, you can do so by uh, continuing to tune into this program. We're going to continue to have uh, sp- spiritual warfare training and by getting books on deliverance like The Witch Doctor and the Man. Tell us about that book, Dr. Holiday. Well, you know, the caller was uh, a woman that uh, described herself as being in white witchcraft. And white witchcraft is uh, the same spirit as dark witchcraft, but... The people that get involved with it think that they're doing good. And uh, the people that are in black witchcraft know that they're doing bad. And uh, there's levels in witchcraft. And the uh, witch doctor and the man, I believe you have that link up on your uh, radio. Yes, ma'am. It is uh, it is on our show page right now, folks. If you click on that, it will take you right to the Amazon page. And we have it on OmegaManRadio.com, but um, you can just go to Amazon.com, type in Dr. Holiday, Witch Doctor and the Man, and uh, I encourage you to order a copy. I got mine, and uh, this is awesome reading, folks. Uh, you want to have this in your library. Um, Dr. Holiday, this is uh, basically the, uh, the story of when you went over to Africa to minister, and you met up with uh, Bishop Kanko. Mm-hmm. Well, the interesting thing about this uh, particular book, uh, the person that it happened to came out of the highest level of witchcraft in the world. And uh, he describes uh, in that book, he describes um, world leaders coming to the city under the sea the book's name is Wish Doctor and the Man, the City Under the Sea. And uh, he describes the leaders coming down there to serve the devil and to get power and empowerment 
to keep themselves in high offices around the world. So anybody that uh, doesn't understand that Satan is truly uh, the God with the little God of the air and the sea, they don't read the Word of God. But God was able to punch through all of those dark uh, things that he had been involved in generationally, fourth generational witch doctor, and brought him into his light and made him into a very powerful minister. And so if you have uh, not read that book, and if you're a deliverance minister, believe me, I know that there's things in that book that will just absolutely astound you. Because I heard and learned things when I was over in Africa that we've never even heard about over here in America. So you'd be blessed in going up on Omega Man's uh, radio show and his webpage and order that book and, and, and just be amazed because I know that I was. Praise God. That is, that is awesome. And uh, and that's not all you have. Uh, you're working on a, another book called, uh, what is the title? The Walking Dead, and The yes. Walking Dead, uh, I have it in uh, ebook form up on my web page, but we're working to get it up on Amazon also as I speak to you. And as we spoke the other night, we are looking for qualified uh, editors and illustrators that will help us with our work. And uh, like I said the other night, we don't want amateurs. We want valid uh, Christian editors and uh, that understand the Christian language. You know, I let uh, other people uh, edit my book, and some of them said that they could edit and they couldn't. But uh, it has to be a Christian to edit it because... Uh, some of the uh, testimonies and things won't make any sense to a non-Christian because it's spiritual talk. It's it's talk that is inspired by God. And in the Bible, uh, Jesus told his disciples, he said, I speak to you in a parable. He said, least they hear and are converted. And what he was talking about were the people that had just blasphemed the Holy Ghost by uh, calling Jesus, uh, Jesus' power, the power of the devil. And you know our caller asked that question and we never got to it. But that really is the unpardonable sin in the Bible, is to attribute the power of God to that of the devil. Well, if that is uh, calling the power of God to that of the devil, how about calling the power of the devil to that of God? Sure. It would be blasphemy, wouldn't it? Yeah, we've got to be very careful. And um, yeah. Dr. Holiday, as um, you were praying for the caller, uh, I had several other requests come in here in the chat room, so if uh, you're amiable, we've got about 30 minutes left tonight. What I'd like mm-hmm. to do is uh, I'd like to have you pray for a uh, prayer request that came in, and then um, would you be able to uh, do a mass deliverance for the listeners out sure. there? That would be awesome. Sure. Um the prayer request we've got tonight uh, comes in from Miss Terry. Uh, she has a six-year-old daughter named Imani. Mm-hmm. And uh, Imani was uh, diagnosed with uh, Down syndrome as a child. And um, Terry told me that um, there is at least two other members on the father's side that uh, have 
Down syndrome, so it's believed there could be a generational uh, curse of familiar spirit operating in the family of infirmity. And uh, she asked if uh, you would have prayer for her daughter tonight. We sure will. And uh, that sounds like it could very well be uh, a family curse. And as I pray, folks, the ones that are listening and praying with us, I want you to join in. Amen. And understand that there is nothing impossible for God for those that believe. And I've seen him do so many impossible things. Uh, so let's just join in one accord, yes. agreement of prayer, and pray for Terry's daughter. Father, we lift up this young lady, and we just ask you in the name of Jesus that you touch that child and that you will deliver her from family curses going back generational lines for ten generations back. We give you glory, God, that we bind every attacking devil. We bind every spoken curse over that child. We come against hopelessness unbelief. You said that all things are possible for those that believe in God. And Father God, I've seen you do these kind of things in the past. And now we want a testimony, God, that you are still alive and that though that person is in another place, that you are all over the world at this same moment doing miracles, speaking to people, saving people, And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just agree that you touch her now and I command that spirit of Down syndrome and the curses that have been spoken medically over her all these years, in Jesus' name, to be bound and caged. And we command them to come out of her and go to the feet of Jesus to be tormented before their time. And we release the power of this prayer and the power of the Holy Ghost to come on that child and that child be healed and delivered in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And so be it in Jesus' name. Um, now, what was the other thing you wanted me to do? Praise God. Um, that was the request we had. Uh, we've got about 25 minutes. How about... Um, Doing a mass deliverance, and I wanted to give you a, a testimony. We had a pastor that uh, wrote in and said, called in actually, and he said uh, he was listening to the uh, program on MP3 when you did the last mass deliverance, and he said he started to choke out. And folks, if you're choking out, or you're vomiting, you're coughing, yawning, eyes watering, you're getting deliverance. So praise God, um, deliverance is for you, and uh, Jesus can set you free. So. You know, there's an anointing on these programs, and we have deliverance ministers on, like Dr. Pat Holliday, uh, to pray. And so uh, start getting your friends and family to tune in, because they can get deliverance also listening to these programs. So how about doing a, uh, a mass deliverance for us with the remaining time, Doctor? Okay, and, and, and I want to tell you that deliverance comes sometimes in layers. Okay. Uh, and uh, what I mean by that is you could get... Like we had a program a couple of weeks ago on abortion, and we did a mass deliverance, and we got several testimonies of of women that started getting deliverance. Uh, Tonight, uh, one of those things that I've seen in the body of Christ is abusiveness towards uh, women, 
and also spousal abuse coming from women toward men. And so let's just operate and bind up that. Even pastors mistreating their wives like they're second-rate citizens. And, you know, God created the woman as a helpmate, not as a slave and not as a person that you just lord over. Jesus is our Lord, not you. And women submit to their husbands as a gift to their husbands in honor of their headship. And so we need to uh, begin, as the former caller said, we need to begin to love and not hate yes. and not think that we're superior people. We're just people that know Jesus. Amen. And so tonight, if you are living under an abusive husband or if you are an abusive uh, wife or you are suffering for that or your husband abuses the children, let's minister to that tonight. I want you to say, Lord, I renounce my hate and unbelief and all of the abuse. I forgive my husband or my wife, and I ask you to forgive us in Jesus' name and help us to learn to live together in Christian love and submission. And we give you glory and praise tonight. I renounce all verbal abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, and emotional abuse in Jesus' name. And I ask you, God, uh, to forgive me for doing it and forgive my husband for doing it. And if he's not saved, I or her, I join with you tonight. And we bind those abusive devils up and cage them and release him for the Lord to deal in his spirit and to draw him into the kingdom. Now, Lord Jesus, we take authority uh, over every spousal abuse tonight, controlling spirits, hate, idolatry, rebellion, condemnation, sexual sins, anger, stress, separation, guilt, withdrawal, shame, humiliation, jealousy, condemnation, mental torment, torturous, Rejection, wounded, spirits of belittlement, pity, murder, fatigue, destruction, worry, unforgiveness, split personalities. We close all of those doors when these spirits come out in Jesus' name. And we command these spirits right now to go into a cage. We disconnect from the mind. We disconnect them from the will, and we disconnect them from the body and the spirit and command them to go into a cage immediately, instantly, now. And we command those spirits to come out in the name of Jesus. Father, send your warring angels and take these spirits in that cage out of the house and to the feet of Jesus. We cover these people with the blood of Jesus. Now you just take deep breaths and just cough them out. Cough them out. Every one of them must leave. All. Nothing can stay. Everything 
that's tormenting must leave in the name of Jesus. Everything in Jesus' name. Now, Father, we take authority over self-deception, sadism, masochism, fear, alcohol, drug abuse, moping, mistrust, demanding, darkened hearts, depravity, lust, disobedience, and impurity. And we bind these spirits in the name of Jesus. We command Asmodeus and Osmodeus to be disconnected and to go into the cage and all of their followers with them, Abaddon, Apollyon, Beelzebub, get into the cage in the name of Jesus. Rebellion, you must get in there also in Jesus' name. Guilty spirits, get in there in Jesus' name. Spiritual blindness, deafness, every devil of divorce, aggression, anger, argument, belittling, cheating, criticism, malice, strife, um, warning, uh, stubborn, hate, and adultery. We give you glory, God, in Jesus' name to lock that cage with the kingdom keys. And we command those devils to come out right now in Jesus' name. Now just take a deep breath and cough them out. That's right. Cough them out. Cough them out. Every one of them. Be free in the name of Jesus. Come out in Jesus' name. We bind maltreatment, ill use, mistreat, revile, disparage, vilifying, uh, reproach, slander, cussing, defaming, uh, misapply, and pervert, and perversions. Come out in the name of Jesus. Just call them on out. Call them out. Now, I want to minister to uh, those people, both men and women, that have been uh, through abortions. Men, by their uh agreement with the abortion and the women that have had abortions. In Jesus' name, I want you to say, Jesus, I'm sorry that I killed a human being. I ask that you forgive me. I ask in the name of Jesus that you deliver me from my rebellion, from my hate, Bitterness, murdering, every devil of cancer of the breast, cancer of the uterus, all of the curses that come down upon me and my family because I did that act of rebellion. I repent and I ask you to deliver me in Jesus' name. Now you take a deep breath and you just cough all of those out right Now, go ahead, cough them out, deep breaths. That's right, every one of them to go in Jesus' name. Now, I take authority over mental problems, heredity, familiar spirits, paranoia, anxiety, nervousness, schizophrenia, insanity, nervous breakdowns, 
madness, drifting minds, blank minds, forgetfulness, torment, memories twisted, confused, dementia, psychonosis, excuse me, lying self-deception, senility, split personalities, stupidity, malfunction, and uh, spirits attached to the nerves, spirits attached to the muscles, spirits attached to the DNA line, spirits that are attached to the mind, every devil. And I take particularly authority over those water spirits that are connected of Leviathan. I cut your tail and I command you to come out in the name of Jesus. Kundalini, religious spirits, you rise up from the spine and you come out in the name of Jesus. And I take authority over Python. You will no longer cause heart attacks or physical illnesses and you will no longer shut off the financial funds of the people from this day forward. You will leave instantly and immediately in Jesus' name. Now, you spirit of vipers, I command you and all your tails to be cut off and you will rise up from the stomach and you will leave in Jesus' name instantly and immediately. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name tonight. We command in the name of Jesus for those that are abusing their children, that hate their daughters or their sons. Oh yes, there's mothers and daddies that do that. We break the family line that causes that spirit of hate of their bloodlines. We come against those devils and we break their connections and we command those hating devils, those abusing devils to get into the cage in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over the innocent children and we bind open hostility, reprobation of the mind, depraved moral impurity, lasciviousness, sensuality, guilt, distortions, loneliness, madness, self-will, fearful, immature mind, unclean spirits, guilt, suicide, sexual abuse, anal, oral, incest, satanic, fermented, and fear. And I command all of those spirits to go into the cage. Now, if you came from a family where your mother rejected you or your father rejected you or a relative or anyone really rejected you, I want you to say, Father, I forgive them. I ask you to forgive them if they're still alive. I ask that you will save their souls. I know that that was not my mother my father, or that person that was doing these things to me, that it was devils inside of them. And I bind those devils in them and cage them today. And I ask you to save them 
and bring them into your kingdom. Have mercy upon them and deliver them when they are saved, just as you're delivering me today. In Jesus' name. Now, I want you to take deep coughs and just cough all that stuff out that we've called out of you tonight. In the name of Jesus. That's right. That's right. If you feel like you got to throw up, don't hold back. Just throw it up. Best thing to do during these mass deliverances is always have a towel or or something to throw up in because sometimes people throw up when they get into deliverance. That's right. That's right. Go ahead. Now, we take authority over family line witchcraft powers in Jesus' name. And, Father, we know that family curses come down and cause all kinds of things to happen into each person that uh, their relative has practiced witchcraft. Tonight, I forgive the members of my family, generational spirits back, that are still alive for practicing witchcraft. And tonight, in Jesus' name, I break the powers of witchcraft, their influences over my life. And in Jesus' name, I command those devils to loose me. Come out. You're bound. You're caged. Come out instantly. I command you to leave in Jesus' name. I will not tolerate you anymore. You cannot stay. Because the blood of Jesus sets me free. And whosoever the Lord sets free is free indeed. And I'm free from you. And I break the powers over my life right now and bind them. Antichrist, all Antichrist teachers, denial of the deity of Christ, teachers of heresy, and all false prophecy that I've ever received from a false prophet or a fortune teller, deceivers, worldly speeches and actions. And in the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of Antichrist and I cage you. And you have no authority over my life, over my faith, and I release over me. In Jesus' name, the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, I want you to take a deep breath and say, Holy Spirit, come into me with your fire and burn every spirit that's hiding in me out in the name of Jesus. I give you praise and glory. I thank you right now that you're able to totally set me free and deliver me. Now go ahead and cough them out. Cough them out now, instantly and immediately. The fire of the Holy Ghost is coming in, and he's filling you up from your head to your feet. In Jesus' name, that's right. Now just lift your hands up and start praising the Lord. (coughs) With all of your heart, With all of your might, praise the Lord. He's 
he's distributing his Holy Ghost to everyone that will receive him in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we give you glory and praise. Glory and praise in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Omega Man Radio Network. Uh, we've had special guest tonight, Dr. Pat Holliday. Uh, Dr. Pat, uh, give out your uh, websites and how people can get a hold of you. Uh, and I want to encourage people to do that because uh, she has over 80 e-books. Uh, also, Witch Doctor the Man is up on Amazon. More to come. And uh, go over there and support her ministry and order these materials for your delivered library. It's going to be uh, very important that you have these in the days ahead. Dr. Pat, how do they reach you? My webpage is patholiday.com with two L's in holiday. And then miracleinternetchurch.com. My email is holiday.pat at gmail.com. And you know this past week, uh, Shannon Lee, uh, we've had about five different witches yes. give their lives to the Lord and go through deliverance. In the earlier part of your show, we had one to call in and give a great testimony. So if you turned in late, you need to uh, listen to the uh, uh, previous MP3, yes. And and do support uh, my brother's ministry. Uh, This is a powerful ministry. People are getting help. Even pastors have called. Uh, All kinds of people from all kinds of walk are getting set free just because he chose, uh, Shannon Lee chose to pay the price to put these shows on. And he's having deliverance ministries from all over the country to share and to do mass deliverance when that, when you call. So if you're available for deliverance or if you know Christians that need deliverance, just spread the word. And support the ministries, and God will set the captives free. Amen. We just need a church that's alive, that understands the significance of what's happening during these radio programs. Amen. And, um, folks, I want to uh, give shouts out to my friend Richard Keltner, Watchman Radio. I spoke to him just a minute ago by email. And uh, I would like you all to tune in to WatchmanRadio.com. Tonight uh, at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 8 p.m. West Coast, uh, Dr. Pat's going to be back on tonight. And, folks, that is uh, what it's all about. It's about networking. You know, Dr. Pat, this was this is a dream scenario because, you know, I love to hear uh, speakers like yourself. And the problem is, is uh, if you have only one forum to do it, you know, uh, they have a lot of guests, you know, shows will bring on, so they have to bring them in at various times. And I could never seem to get down uh, to the end of what I was trying to discover and listening to interviews um, when I just hear the uh, the speaker speak one time, and then I have to wait, you know, for them to come back and so forth. I've always wanted uh, to see a, uh, a speaker like yourself be able to go around and and uh, preach and teach and uh pray on, on various forms, and that way I can go over to myself and listen multiple times, you see, because there's going to be something different that comes out each time, folks. 
and you put the whole body of information together, then you get the whole piece of the puzzle. So, uh, uh, support Watchman Radio, uh, dot com. Richard Keltner, uh, they got me my start in uh, deliverance, a ministry uh, material through Win Worley. I appreciate them and uh, their friends. Uh, yeah. Hello to Ebel out there. And again, that'll be at 11 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Um, Dr. Pat, God bless you. Look forward to having you on again. And uh, may the Lord bless and keep you. Thank you. And God bless you and your audience, too. All right. Have a good night. Okay. That was Dr. Pat Holliday. And so I, I, I love to have her on. Uh, she is so knowledgeable, folks. Uh, great woman of God. Uh, a real deliverance pioneer. And uh, she continues to just uh, put out so much timely information that we all need. Well, show's coming to an end. Uh, I want to thank you for tuning in with me uh, this week. We've had an awesome week, and it doesn't stop there. Tomorrow, I'm going to have Jason Hummel of the uh, Jason Hummel Silver Report on. He's going to be talking about God's economy, uh, honest weights and measures. This is something that uh, you're going to be very interested uh, in when you hear him speak, because this is a man that uh, has been very successful um, in the uh, stock markets and the metal broker, broker business, and uh, he's got a lot of wisdom to impart. Uh, then we're going to also uh, have Barry Chamish on, back uh, talking about the return of the Giants. We've got Norman Parrish on this week. Pastor Dennis Williams is coming on this week. And I just confirmed Prophet Nathan Leal. He's going to be on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. You don't want to miss that. All right, so stay tuned. God bless you. And uh, look forward to bringing you some more shows. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to operate in the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ and take evangelism, deliverance from demons, and miracle healing to the world. If you would like to partner with us, you can support this work by donating any amount online at OmegaManRadio.com. Join us in an all-out attack against the hosts of hell. It's time to deliver a death blow to the enemy and take back territory for Jesus. Tell a friend and support Omega Man Radio. Radio.